When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Roderick. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you have? Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Rodri Giggs on football. This is episode number 21, and uh, we are, of course, live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And uh, as you know by now, Ace Podcast Nation, you're home to many great shows and series featuring top guests, expert analysts, and more, including the very popular My Story, with their most recent guest being Michael Olijade. Uh, former championship boxer. His last professional fight was against Tommy Hearns. And uh, he also is a, a Hollywood A-lister uh, boxing trainer, fitness trainer. He's got people like Chris Hemsworth ready for Avengers, Mark Wahlberg, all these people. Very interesting story from a, a, a real genuine guy. Uh, so I hope if you haven't checked it out, check it out. 
there's going to be a load of clips dropping over the weekend for that. If you like your podcast in audio form, Sports Social Podcast Network, the UK's first dedicated sport podcast network. Find the show uh, that you love and join the team there. Uh, and all the shows produced by us will be there. Uh, as we wait for a few stragglers, they'll super six update. Uh, as you know, we're raising money for charity. We're raising money for Maggie Center and Mind by doing a charity Super Six Prediction League uh, featuring a host of ex-football players and uh, myself, plus a load of other people. Um, it was a low-scoring round this week for most of us, but last week there was two people getting into double figures. A well done to Vicky Gillen and Richard Davis, who topped the week on 11 points. From the celebrity players, the legendary Andy Legg came top with nine points. There is no change between myself and Rodri this week. It's welcome to the 200 club for Gavin Gordon. Uh, Craig Sullivan still tops the main table. And remember, the next round is 3 p.m. Saturday. Uh, I was a bit a bit nervous yet this morning because I thought there was a midweek round and I'd forgotten to do it. So uh, whew, I was uh, very, very happy when I realised there was no midweek round because I didn't want to give, you know, don't want to give Rodri a chance to catch me up. My 20-point cushion. But uh, as ever, joined by the man himself, former uh, FC United and, uh, of course, Salford City winger and manager, Mr. Roger Giggs. How are you, my friends? Happening, pal? You all right? All good, buddy. All good, buddy. And, uh, looking nice and suave in your new studio, mate. All kitted out and ready to go. Sound is crystal clear. Yeah, all mic'd up, but you know, we need earphones, so I've just left them off. No, you don't need it, mate. The sound's crystal clear. Connection, like you said, you got that uh, the super broadband as well. So uh, we should be all good. I shouldn't have said that because that is definitely cursed. <laughs> it would be the worst ever for connection issues tonight. Um, <clears throat> anyway, good week, mate. I saw I spoke to you on Monday, didn't we? We did a little. You popped in. We tried to pop in. Had some uh, a few issues. We yeah, no, yeah. It was but, a nightmare. I'm all up to now. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's been nice today. So play golf. So. Oof, it's cold, gotta be chilly, mate. Not as cold as Newcastle right, on Tuesday right. night, though. Yeah, it's all right. Just wrap up, sun's out, you know, get some fresh air in your lungs, nice four or five mile walk, uh, get some extra cash. I usually take the money, so yeah. yeah there we go. That's a hustler, mate. Taking the money. Uh, Donna wants to know is your studio in your house, Rodri? No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, Manchester, yeah, to be nice. I well, that's what I would like to have is like, uh, I want to get my father in law to build me like a studio in my back garden, which just hangs onto the back of the house, so I haven't got to go anywhere. And just, no, it's um, it's in it's in Salford, so it's not yeah. far, is it? For me, it was uh, it? it's it's right, it's like right on the verge of town, so it's just off Chapel Street, so yeah, it's sweet. So, how long is it from your house to get there? 10 minutes, 15, no, 15 minutes. I'm in Bolton now, so. Yeah, three minutes, 20 minutes. Well, as you know, my geography is incredible, so I'm well aware that Bolton and Salford are only about 15 minutes away. I was just testing you. Now, I'm uh, I've had an interesting week, I gotta say. I had an interesting day today, though. I did a little interview with uh, a little show with Darren Pierce today, which was uh, a good one, nice and interesting, some good stories, and uh, it'll definitely be a good one for like Cardiff fans and Birmingham fans, particularly. But uh, he's obviously the, the current Cardiff under-23s manager as well. So, but yeah, he was good. He's really sound bloke. He's a, he's a, he's a pleasure, i got to say. Um, shout out to Eat Sleep Media as well. Again, what legends they are. So, uh, mate, 
there's so much to talk about this week. It's unreal. Um, we'll start with a, a certain Mr. Ryan Giggs. His uh, assault, assault trial was adjourned till August, I think it was. So, obviously, it's an ongoing court case, so we don't want to kind of get into that side of it because of contempt of court and all that sort of shit. But, like, from a footballing point of view, it does Wales no favours whatsoever because, uh, you know, we've talked about it, haven't we? Like, it was hopeful that it would be done and dusted January. Everyone would know where they were stood and then Wales could move on one way or the other. However, that's not going to happen now, is it? And it just makes it so difficult. Like, what happens in August? You know, it's it's a tricky one, mate, isn't it? Well, it is, but, you know, these are professionals and, and they've been through it before and, and they handle it quite well. So, yeah, they just have to do it again. So, it's unfortunate, but, you know, these things, they do hang over you, they, you know, back of your mind. I remember years ago, I'm talking years ago. So, it, 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 they're always in the back of your mind. So, yeah, it's, you want them to, to get them out of the way, but, you know, it is what it is. Um yeah, they just have to deal with it. I'm sure they will deal with it. Yeah, I mean, it's going to get tricky. You know, I mean, like, what happens if, like, I don't know if it's if he gets a not guilty verdict, then where do Wales go from there? Like, does he take charge for the World Cup because he's contracted? Uh, as far as I'm aware, he's still under contract, so it's like it's tricky, isn't it? Because Robert Page has done a phenomenal job under the circumstances, regardless of whether people think it's. You know, of his tactics, or he's a bit too, it's a bit too far for him, or whatever. In the circumstances, he's done a great job. He's got us this far. It would be a bit unfair on him, wouldn't it, almost, wouldn't it? If like if we qualify and then he gets taken, he doesn't lead us in, isn't there? Um. Yeah, it's just you no. Know, it's just an unfortunate situation all, all around. You know, you just want these out of the way. Like I say, so you can you know where you are and you can move forward, but. It's a difficult situation if, if Robert Page does get him there, then you know they've got they've got a situation. But like I say you just it's all ifs, ifs, buts, and maybes. You just got to wait, see what the outcome is, and hopefully you know Wales can get there and and, and compete in the World Cup because you know they haven't been to the World Cup for a long, long time, and it's long overdue. Yeah, nineteen fifty-eight. I think um, first and foremost, Robert Page, and I'm sure it will be Robert Page, the players, the squad. They've all got to just be focused on that Scotland game. Nothing else matters. It's just got to be the the Scotland game and nothing else because. Um, well, they've got a game before the Scotland game, or no? No, no. It's just Scotland is the playoff, isn't it? And then it's. Oh, who, yeah. I know. Is it? I might be wrong. I might have got ahead of myself. But, um, Scotland, if we if we if we win, no. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I apologise. I get on, way sorry. ahead of myself. Oh, come on. Way ahead of myself. What is going but, on um, here? One game at a time. Tie side, side. Come on, you know what? Inspired. The Austrians are watching this podcast now. Fuck that. Nah, that's it. Yeah. Let's Let's show up, this. Man. We'll show this whilst prick yeah. what's going on now. Yeah. <laughs> I apologise to all the Austrians out there because, um, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, got to fo- focus. Man. Yeah, the Hopefully, uh, Robert Page and, and the Welsh squad are not doing what I just did and completely ignoring Austria and thinking about the Scotland game. But, um, look, Wales are perfectly capable of getting there. A lot depends on fitness of certain players, I think. But also, you look at the, the form of the young, some of the young players. We talked a bit about um, Ravi Matondo the other day. Nico Williams has got to play football. 
He's not playing for Liverpool. He's got to get out on loan now in January. I think it's so important because he's an important player for Wales and he's just not, he's not playing football. It's difficult, I get it, but he's got to go somewhere, hasn't he? Yeah, that that age, especially with the World Cup coming up, he's got to be playing him, you know, and he's, he's done well when he's played for Wales. So, yes, you want to stay there and fight for your place, come on, but you've got to be realistic. You've got the England right back in front of you. Mm. And he's a very, very good player. So, you've just got to bite the bullet and go and make a name for yourself somewhere else. And then hopefully, you know, you can come back to one of the, the big clubs uh, if you back yourself and, and you know, that's what he's got to do. Or he could sit and fight and, and wait another two or three years and then go. But then he's missed out on a load of football. So, yeah, it's a big decision, but I'm sure they'll make the right one. And also, it's the because he's not playing, what, like he doesn't, if Wales do get there and he doesn't want to go into that World Cup on the back of not playing basically any first team football for a year, because that's hard, isn't it? You've got no momentum, you've got no reps in. And like to go into a major tournament, which is going to be massive if Wales get there for Wales, you know, who hasn't been there since the 50s. Like, well, well you, you would you, you would think, like, if, if it was me uh, and you've got a World Cup coming up and you're still at Liverpool starting next season, you're going to be speaking to the manager and say, listen, I've got a World Cup coming up, you know, I'm not, am I going to be playing on the night? If not, can I go out on loan? I don't want to miss this. You know, you've got to force something, you've got to do something. Otherwise, it's like you said, it's going to be difficult to go into a World Cup and not playing any games at all. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to ask you about is like with these playoff, with the playoff game with Austria coming up, like <clears throat> for someone like Gareth Bale, who look, this is in all likelihood his last chance at playing in a World Cup. He's probably going to retire from international football at least if they don't get there or if they get there after the World Cup, I would think. So, like, this is his last sort of year of international football. He's always motivated for Wales. But, like, what do you think his, um, the mental side of his game is going to be like now? Like, how motivated is he going to be to get, to push Wales over the line one final time for him? Oh, I think that's the only thing that motivates him. So, I don't, I'm not worried with Gareth Bale. You know, it's just uh, hopefully his body can, can withstand, you know, the games that, that, that we need him to play in. You know, it's going to be pretty hot. So it's not going to be boiling up, but it's going to be pretty hot. Mm. So yeah, it's. Um, I have no worries with Gareth Bale. You know, he's he, yeah, Wales motivates him. So wrap wrap him and get Aaron Ramsey up in cotton wool. I think he sure does that. that. I think that meant, he mentally does that himself when it makes coming competition time for Wales. It's like I say, it's the only thing that really probably gets his juices going. Is say Aaron Ramsey's been very heavily linked with Newcastle. And a couple of other Premier League clubs, but him mainly has been Newcastle mainly. Do you think that's a good move ahead of like the World Cup for Wales potentially, or is it going to make it more yeah, difficult, more difficult it. for him to stay injury free? I don't see Aaron Ramsey going to a Newcastle. Okay. I, see, I see him going to a, to a Brighton or Crystal Palace. I don't see him going to Newcastle. He won't. He won't. He won't. He won't. He'd hardly play up there. He's injury prone. It's freezing. It's cold. It, yeah, it's not good for him up there. I think a good shout would be Aston Villa, mate, for for Ramsey. Aston Villa, yeah. But you know, my bets. If I was if I was a betting man, it'd be Crystal Palace, London. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, Arsenal. 
Donna says Wales have to qualify because then Gareth Bale is a bluebird. She's uh, she'd been clinging to a, a, a thing that Sky put up a couple of weeks ago, where basically it was like they were speculating that if because his contract's up at the end of this season, like he's going to want to play for someone between now and the World Cup, but he's unlikely to want to go and go to America or China or somewhere in the build up to the World Cup. So could he go? Go to somewhere near where the World Cup is, Qatar. Yeah, I think he needs to be. You'd think he'd want to play. I mean, I suppose he maybe he doesn't. Maybe he just wants to wrap himself up in cotton. Yeah, yeah, nice and easy for him. You know, golf, golf, twenty four seven. Yeah, like Claire Powell there says she said I cannot see Gareth Bale at see. The thing no, for I, me with I it, can't either, but you know, then Red, if you had told me that Craig Bellamy was going to sign at his peak from, or not just over his peak. From Man City to Cardiff, I would have laughed you out of the out of the room because at that point, Bellamy was coming off the back of two incredible seasons for Man City. It's, talk- it's different, mate, when you when you're talking with your hometown club, you'll do anything. Yeah, but that's what Bale is more Cardiff. He's got more Cardiff links than Bellamy that's, has. That's why you probably see it happening. You know, you know mm. what? You know, let's go and play for my hometown club. I, yeah. If I was him, I would definitely think about it. Because you, like, you know, then you've done everything. I played for my own sound club, yeah. won the Champions League. I've done this. I've done that. You know why not? It's you know, it's like his one thing left to do, I suppose, as well, isn't it? It's the one yeah, thing he's never done. It'll be easy, though. You know what the championships like. You don't oh, get God, it, yeah. And people will want to have a piece of him, won't they? Isn't that? If, oh, you know what I mean? Hundred um, percent. Uh, Donna, with regards to your question about the court case and, and Ryan and stuff, we can't, I can't, I don't really want to uh, get into that sort of discussion and speculating about that side of it, only because it's an ongoing court case. There's, you know, women who've made like allegations. Who's asking that question? Yeah, who's asking that? Oh, it's Donna, isn't it? She's nosy. Donna, like, and she, proper, yeah. Keep your nose out, Donna. Come on. <laughs> I am. Um, I'll I'll ask I'll ask Rodri after, but like, yes, yeah, we can't. And plus, because it's an ongoing court case, if like you start speculating and you get done, I won't, I won't, of course, I won't say anything anyway. Not a podcast. Yeah. So, um, what else we got? Um, da, 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 da. GD Parry says they must have known sooner. If there was no court space available. Isn't that what diaries are for? Yeah, it's just it's a backlog, and it? it's yeah. There's got to be a massive backlog of yeah, yeah. Every, well, I don't, everything, isn't it? Yes, I know because you know they have. I'm pretty sure it's been two years where they've been doing a lot of Zoom uh, court cases, but you know it's still you know it's just still a big, I suppose, a trial. You know, you got to have juries. There's a lot, of, there's a lot of things that go into court cases. Isn't mm-hmm. it? When you think about it, so when you think of the backlog that's in the NHS, for instance. Yeah, exactly. Like the cork system is just the same, isn't it? All these backlogs of you know who's like, who having surgeries or oh god, yeah, yeah. whatever, yeah. Back, of it. Uh Donna also says she says, um, Gareth Bale wants to come home to Cardiff. He could play golf at Cottrell Park. He has his golf bar here as well, and his other bar, and his mother and father are still in there, Cardiff. There's loads of things. There's there's more reasons why I think he would come to Cardiff. The only thing which holds it back is the wage. And I honestly think if he wants it, it's up to him in the, at the end of the day. Look, if he wants oh, to come to Cardiff, wage, he can come. Wage wouldn't be, it wouldn't be an issue. You know, whatever they give him, they give him. He's a multi-millionaire. 
been earning a lot, a lot of money for about. He's, he's on about five hundred grand a week, isn't he? Yeah, yeah exactly. Madrid. So I mean, so, yeah, money. You're not coming for the money, are you? So no. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting. Um, and then when you say he's not coming for money, he's still getting 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 grand a week. So yeah, no. That's it's it, still, exactly it's that. Still, it's still he'll be out a week. He ain't gonna be yeah, he's not gonna go without like this yeah, no, yeah. before anyone gets worried. Yeah. Um the other so uh interesting one today, mate. Wolves rejected a fifteen million pound bid for uh, Adama Triore from Spurs for fifteen million. Um I actually think I'm not his biggest fan, Triore. I think I said to you before, I, I feel like he's a bit of a one-trip pony. But <clears throat> I think Conti could do something. with. He's 25. I think Antonio Conti could really do something with him and improve him as a player. I think he could be good for Spurs. Uh, do you think Wolves... He's a very good impact player as well. I mean, he's had an hard game in like 30, 20 minutes. Like, you see him coming on anything. Like when you're 2-1 down against Leicester with 95 minutes gone. Yeah. And he's just like me, me, past you. Yeah. So. Um, we'll talk about that game in a minute. That was unbelievable. But um, do you think that Spurs will go back in with like 20, 25 and probably yeah, get him? Yeah, he's got Spurs. He's got Spurs, mate. That's Interesting. Would you Spurs. would you want him at United? They put it 15 million. No one for it. All right, it's 20, 20, 22. All right, it's 22. Cheers. Daniel Levy is a good. Um, I've seen porn stars. Negotiate, yeah. Like what um how much do you think he's worth like what do you think is a realistic price if you were pricing him 20 25 yeah 20 25 million 22 million 25 round about that ballpark because you know he's dangerous and he's got really good potential on 25 as well you know 30 at a push but yeah 22 25 would you swap him for... Oh, you this down, by the way. 22 to 20, 25. Aaron Ramsey to Crystal Palace. There's two. So I've jotted them down. Mind you, it's on would you, would you have Adama Triore, a swap deal for Martial? Oh, yeah. Drive him, drive him go and pick him up. Interesting. So if, if Martial hadn't thrown his toys out the pram, though... No, I'd still, still, still drive him. No. You think Triore is a better player? I, I don't think he's a better player, but we'll get more out of him. Interesting. To what? Because of his attitude, his work rate. He's just lazy. Just walks about like some. Just, just can't. Just what? Yeah, I kind can't of got that kind of energy. He'd be so frustrating to play with. I'd be booting shit out of him in training because he'd do me frigging head in. All the ability in the world, but only wants to do it when he wants to do it, or you know, if something's not right. Yeah, he'd do my head in. I do feel like Martial has like wasted a couple of years of his career just simply because he's got that laid back. He's he's either laid back or can't be asked attitude because ability wise, Martial is a quality footballer on his day. He's got great, yeah, exactly. You just said it on his day. You can't be like that at Manchester United or these big clubs. You've got to be ten good games, one bad one. Ten good games, one bad one. And it's just not happening, and that's that just goes throughout the squad at the minute as well. So yeah, I, at the minute it's either we're brilliant in the first half, shite in the second, or shit in the first and brilliant in the second. So all they've got to do is is get that sorted, and, and they'll be there. Obviously, you can't dominate a game for ninety minutes, but you know you no, should I know be you mean though. For, 
I think Bruno, you're going to see Bruno play more of a deeper role and get more on the ball. He's the only one that can keep the ball and pass it, really. So, um, until you bring someone else in. Let's talk about um, the games then. Over, I'm gonna uh, Claire's put a question there. I'm gonna put that question to Rodri now, Claire. I just want to talk about the games first. So last night um, was a really uh, interesting night of football. Leicester played Spurs. I thought Leicester were pretty good for the majority of the game. Um, Spurs, I didn't think were particularly great, and then all of a sudden. Uh, it was the what was it ninety five minutes? It was two one to to Leicester, cruising home, fifth minute of injury time, and all of a sudden, um, uh, Stephen Bergwijn's picked picked up two goals. The second one, he's just done him for pace and injury time. But to concede two goals in the ninety fifth, ninety seventh minute and lose the football match, that's a big blow for Leicester, isn't it? Sloppy. Yes, you know, for that to happen, for, that was like five minutes. Well, they scored in the 97th minute. But when you watch it, they've obviously scored and then added time off. But yeah, it's just, you know, it happens when you score a goal and you've been you've been going on that long, probably the 94th minute and they score and then you think, oh. And then they're in the assembly saying, before you know it, the game's over and they won the game. You're like, what has just gone on? To be honest, that's never happened, but I've been at games that, that that's happened too. So mm. it's it's uh, I thought, um, especially it's, at home as well. Especially at home as well. You know, it it gets them back in back in the the, the, Euro, the European race. So yeah, it's a it's a blow for them. Yeah, Conte's really improved Spurs. I got to say, um, they look a lot more solid. But oh, I got <clears throat> I also thought Casper Schmeichel was at fault for the for the winning goal. I don't know what he was doing. He kind of come out, stopped, come out. And then when he came out, he didn't dive. And then he dived the last minute. And I just thought he should have come out straight away and, you know, clean the ball out, taking the pressure off. But he hesitated and paid the price. Um, on the Spurs front, uh, Will says, if not for his Arsenal connections, Aaron Ramsey would be ideal player for Spurs to pick up now. I think that's probably a fair shout. Um, yeah, that's not going Gaz says... Um, would you still have Brendan Rodgers at United? Is um, he's gone? Leicester have gone downhill since he was linked with the United job. Yeah, I don't know. But wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yes, they have gone downhill since he was linked. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've, I've kind of cooled off that. Yeah, it's weird how that. It, it's the way it goes, isn't it? Like, but Leicester, look, Leicester have done amazing over the years to stay after they won the Premier League to continue being up there. I think they've done a phenomenal job, but it is very difficult to find those hidden gems season after season after season. And they've done it in fairness for the best part now of eight years, just finding these players around Europe and, and Africa, which no one's really heard of. And then they come in and they do a fantastic job. But uh, they just look a bit devoid of ideas, Leicester do, and they just look they look tired. I got to say, a lot of those players look tired for Leicester, um, and it always feels like they need a bit of freshening up. Whether that's the manager or the the squad, something's just not quite a bit off. Like, say that again. You cut out this, that first bit. 
Um, I was just saying, Leicester, they've done a great job over the years picking up these hidden gems all around Europe. And yeah, but you know what it is, mate? Now Leicester have got to a, to a point where, no, it's not Leicester, Leicester City anymore. It's Leicester City, you know, ex-champions. You know, if we're not on our game, we're going we're gonna to turn them over. So teams are turning up now knowing that, you know, if we don't perform today, we, these are going to turn us over like a big four, big five side. So mm. that's what they're seeing now. And, and Leicester have got to deal with that now. That's all part and parcel of being where you wanted to be at the top. But then that comes with other added pressures where, you know, teams are coming now. If we're not up to it now, we're going to get turned over and Leicester have got to react to that. Interesting. Matthew says, um, what do you think Brendan Rogers would have said in the changing room after the game, in your opinion? Hair dry treatment? Question mark. Um... It should, yeah, but it's just a freak thing. You, you, you just got to get it out of your head uh, and, and move on very, very quickly. You know, it's just, uh, uh, hopefully it doesn't happen again. Well, I'm pretty sure it won't happen again, but yeah, you try and move on swiftly from it. I don't think Brendan Rodgers is a, a hairdryer type. Probably analyse the goals tomorrow or today and uh, embarrass a few people probably if it's anyone's fault or no one's done the job properly and, and then you move on pretty quickly because yeah it'll, it'll sting that one indeed um so another game was less at manchester united played brentford um on paper looks like united were back at it and you know very good what did you make of the game overall first of all what did you first think of brentford as well like how do you think? It was fantastic first half. You know, like, like the manager said, well, I want, I want exactly the words that he said. He said that he smashed us. Mm. Well, I don't know if he can smash us and not score any goals. So, <laughs> um, yeah, they outplayed us first half. That outworked us every everything, but didn't score any goals. And then obviously United with their quality, they've got the chance and stuck away and come away with a well earned win because you know it was a difficult could have gone. The other way in the first half, but you know they stood strong and and they come away like I say with a good win because you know it seems like every time I watch Brentford at home it's bouncing and it's a difficult game. They play high ten in high intensity game. They're right in your face. Got some good players, so it's a good win. Get out of there and get them out of the way because like I say, it's a banana skin place. That I um I think the teenager uh, Anthony Alanga is really um. He's showing he's worth his place. Like it's not, um, it's not yeah, like we paid seventy five million for someone who's a kid in the fucking academy. He's doing better. There you yeah. go. There you go. He's um, but he's showing well, he's worth his well, place. Well done, the hierarchy. Good work yeah. again. <laughs> fucking idiots. So yeah, midfielder, fucking idiots. Buying players <laughs> set the bench, and you've got a player there that's fucking that's very very good. Young player, come through the academy, not scared, quick. Yeah, he's a bit raw, but he'll get better, not afraid. And then you've got someone coming in for who you've been chasing, and he's been crap. Crap. Yeah, so, he hasn't been at, he hasn't been at it at all. No, it's not, not crap. Been crap. Not good enough. And you've got a kid out playing you. So what's going on? Um, I thought Bruno Fernandez was excellent. Um, he is the one player in that squad who I think you look at him. He cares. He cares when they concede. He cares when they they lose. Like you could see, he's got a passion for the football club. Um, 
they need him firing. I thought he was excellent. We said the other day about Rashford, a goal is just going to change the whole view of how he feels. He got his goal. He's really got to kick on now, haven't he? And 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 take that confidence from that goal and go and get get on a bit of a run. Of form, not necessarily goals, of form, working hard and playing well. Yeah, everyone has. They're all, they're all in the same boat. No one's sticking out. It's Rashford mm. because he's got a long, long look on his face, but you know, they're, they're all in the same boat. They all got need to perform on a consistent basis. And, you know, uh, it's a good win. It's a good win. A good performance in the second half. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I've listened to the radio before and, you know, what do you think Ronaldo shaking his head? So what? He's unhappy that he's coming off. So I would be unhappy that everyone's coming off. You want to score goals, you tune a lot. But, at the bigger picture, so what we've won, it's, you know, people make shows. He shows you know, he cares, right? it's, it's all over the paper today. It's all over the radio. I've told you before. Anything about Manchester United will will keep you busy all day. Phones yeah. will be ringing in, people are messaging, especially when it's Ronaldo, because you know they can't talk about you know two goals scoring a minute. Yeah, talk about someone shaking his head because he didn't want to come off. He's a winner. You don't want to come off. What? No. Yeah. I, I look news. at it. Big I look news. at it. I look at it like Boring. this, mate. Is he still, what, was he 37, 38? And he's still just as disappointed about coming off because yeah, he wants to get a goal exactly. as he was when he was 18. He's no, a winner, the, mate. The, the, the wave of the arms. I don't think he even waved his arms. I just think he was nodding to his head like muttering to himself. Yeah, why me? He want to come off, but... You know, he's the manager, he knows best, he'll need him in yes. three days. And you might play 90 minutes then. We didn't need you to play 90 minutes, you want a savior. So, yeah. I'm lucky you're not there. You'll live with it as soon as the game's won. Up. Rest him in it because he's yeah. 37, 38. Um, you know, bigger picture. Claire Pell says, Question Do you think Ronaldo will stay at United beyond the end of the season? Oh, Liverpool scored. Um, yes, yes. Do you think there's any chance he goes in the summer? No, interesting. No. It's Manchester United, he's gonna, he's got two years, he's gonna see how he's in his contract. He's not gonna leave if he leaves. Yeah, I think it tarnishes it a bit. But why is he leaving us? Okay, he doesn't want no sweet. See ya. Yeah, so it would be a bit weird. Oh, for me, because he loves Manchester United, or he sucks, or he says he does, you'd, you'd see it out. Yeah, it's a bit weird, wouldn't it, if he was suddenly to go like halfway through a two-year contract after the big homecoming and that. Like, if he had a five-year deal or something, then maybe. But, like, two-year contract, you'd think he'd see it out. Um, it'll be interesting, though. Was it... Um, i got to say, with that... Um, with the United team, I thought every single player looked better, generally, in that game yesterday. It's... <laughs> When they brought on Harry Maguire to steady the ship when they con- um, when it was three 0 just to make sure they didn't concede. And for the goal, he's marking Fred, which which they should which they should which he's obviously learned from his mistakes at Villa, which he should have done. Mm. So yeah, he's, at least he's learning because he should have done that at Villa two 0 up, stick another centre midfield, a centre half on, shut the game up, boom. But no, he didn't do that, and he's done it. And yeah, it's just. Clever, just see the game like the game's won. You don't need to do anything else. 
Yeah, but Maguire made a mistake, didn't he, for the goal? Well, he was marking Fred. Well, that's why he's on the bench. I, do, I will say, I thought Varane and Lindelof were made quite a good pairing, actually. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. He's obviously found a pairing there now, so... Stick with him. Yeah, what do you make of the... Sorry, mate. What do you make of the story um, that was going around yesterday from some, some of the journalists on Twitter saying uh, that Raniak has told the board that Shaw... Uh, Wan Bissaka, um, and it was someone else, sure. Maguire, sure. Um, sure. No, sure, Maguire, and uh, Wan Bissaka are all not good enough, and they've all got to go. I was surprised to see Luke Shaw in that group. I've got to say, he's been there eight years, he's probably had one and a half good years, so but they were very good though. They're like, that up until this year, he was well, being well, good well, for two years, haven't he? He's had eight years. Yeah, but he had a broken leg for not winning anything, you know. Yes, he's he done okay, he's done okay, but you know, that won't be no, how that eight years, mate? How, how many of those years was he out down and, and ringing the phone off the hooks, screaming and shouting if, the, if all three of them left? Like, oh, no. well, mm, all right, I'd, 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 I'd keep sure, I think, because like when you think of out of those eight years. How many of those years was he out with a broken leg? Probably twice, wasn't it? So you're talking probably best part of three years of that is out with long-term injury. I'd keep sure, I'd keep sure, keep Maguire. Wambasako, you know. It's interesting to me, see, because Wambasako's good defensively. It's a modern game, mate. You need to be going both ways. I told Mm. you, I'll say this, I'll say it again. He crosses the ball like he's got flippers on. He cannot cross the ball. (laughs) He's a professional footballer. Yeah, that's that how it looks to me. When he looks, when he look at him when he's crossing the ball, it looks like he's got flippers on. I'm like, yeah. I can cross the ball. It's not yeah. difficult. Yeah, that's I strong. think that's all you got to do. Just you know, every day cross balls, fifty balls until you get it right. Every single day, that's your job. Mm. No, don't do that. Just puts his foot to it and just tries to. You know, it's it's it's, it's bizarre. Mind blowing um, that he cannot cross the ball properly. Yeah, it's strange, but he can't whip still... the ball. He can't. He, he can't. He can't do anything. He doesn't even do what he can't um... get his little sandwich. I mean, his little sandwich. He can't. But he can't find an area. He can't do anything with a with crossing. One on one defending. Oh, well, great, brilliant, but. You know, if you go go through Robertson, uh, Chilwell, James, uh, Trent Allen, Alexander, all the top fullbacks, and you look at their assists to his, yeah, and they'll no, all be cool figures, and he'll be like that zero. He doesn't even do what like Valencia never used to be the greatest crosser, no, but he, he used to get in and then he'd smash yeah, it. He, no, he got better though. All he would do is drill balls, drill, drill, yeah. drill, drill, drill. But he's obviously worked at it, and he got better. His last year, he could actually cross a ball, so he's obviously yeah. worked on it. This kid is not working on crossing the ball. He's just putting his foot to it. It's just yeah. mind blowing. It is really odd. It's odd, like, um, well, I think Will to wrap up like this part of it. Will makes a really good point. He says. Um, he maintains that out, they make anything out of a molehill with Ronaldo, think he's just an emotional guy who wants to score goals, so he doesn't want to come off the field if he hasn't scored a goal. And I think that's what it comes down to, is his dedication to... Massive, massive news. Goal scorer shaking his head because he's coming off. 
exactly that, mate. Um, the hair was that. good again. Never seen that before. We can see it 50 times a flipping season. Yeah. It's Ronaldo. Front back page news, chatting crap on talk sport all day about it. Do me a favour. Um, what and Muppets are ringing in. Muppets are actually ringing in. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. You love listening to talk sport. No, the blood, no, 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 the no. blood pressure no. up. Turn, turn it on. Turn it on a bit of Marvin Gaye. Chill. Yes. Yeah. Marvin Gaye. Teddy you love a sing song though, don't you? I see you with your stories on Facebook and Instagram and that. Just love song. You won't see um, me watch that mass singer though. What a load of crap. Oh mate, I don't watch how any reality. How do people watch that? It does mind kills your brain cells, mate. Reality TV, mate. Do you watch any reality TV? Um do I watch do any I, I actually do. I do. I've what do you watch? You watch Love Island, didn't you? No, 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 I watch that shit. I've got a guilty pleasure. It's called Below the Deck. What's that? Yeah. Below the Deck. Below Deck. There's loads of seasons. I've seen them all. It's basically a yacht. Basically a yacht. And obviously a chef, crew. And then people come on and then they go up. And then it's just, yeah. So it's basically rich people. Um, yeah, mass mass singer, not having that. I can't handle any. I hate reality TV as a concept. I've got to be honest. The only one I've ever watched is the Ultimate Fighter with the UFC. That's the only one I've ever watched. Um, I wanted to ask, what do you make of the situation with uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang? Um, obviously, he was pulled from the African Cup of Nations game for Gabon because his uh, some scans had revealed. Heart lesions. So, of course, uh, it was following about from COVID. Um, so, of course, look straight away, especially in the climate over the last few years, you any heart issues, pull him. So, he was out with the game initially. Then they sent him back to Arsenal for more treatment. But he's put out on Instagram today, I'm completely healthy. I really appreciate all the messages over the last few days. And I'm already back at it. So, if he's healthy and he's back at it, why isn't he playing for Gabon in the African Cup of Nations? Because uh, he's an idiot. He's, he's a problem, mate. Problem. He's an idiot. Problem get child. Him get him out of that. Get him out of my club. He's an idiot. Well, not my club, but get him out. Wait, he's an idiot. An idiot. Yeah, it's a weird one. I um, honest, Another one, by the way, exactly like Martial. On his day, phenomenal striker, but his day is one in... Eight, one in ten. He's an idiot. An idiot. Um, Anyone who get been given the captaincy at a club like Arsenal uh, and 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 acts the way he acts is an idiot. Yeah. Plain and simple. Fair point. Fair point indeed. Uh, Jesse Lingard, the Man United have rejected Newcastle's loan bid for the midfielder. Uh, United want three point five million. For a long deal till the end of the season. This is why I don't understand this, right? He goes free in the summer. So why are they asking for three and a half million to loan him till the end of the year? Surely you just sell him for three and a half million. Where's his story come from? Sorry. Um, it was all over the place. It's just, this is on the BBC website now. Yeah. Uh, it says United have rejected Newcastle's loan bid for England attacking midfielder Jesse Lingard. No, um, I'll find out about that because I know I know Jesse's dad and I know. People know Jesse, so I know what's going on. I know I'll ask, I'll ask, well, I'll see what's going on there. 
But it's a weird one, that isn't yeah. it? Like so he's, he's going free. Was in the squad? He should be playing. Well, he should. He, be, yeah. he goes. He scores goals. And yeah, it's a weird one that for me because he should have played a lot more this year. And he's not. So well, all this period where Greenwood's been struggling, Rashford's been struggling, Bruno's been struggling. They brought in Alanga, good, good decision. But they should have brought in Lingard as well to let those players get back into form. Yeah, they, they, they dropped Bruno, and Bruno's better with the with with, with the more that you know with his back to goal. I don't think he's the best. So yeah. when he's got more space and he can be more Having free, I think he's a lot more. You know, it, it, and then Greenwood will, will benefit from it. Rashford will benefit. Everyone else will benefit from it. Instead, you've got. <clears throat> You know, you've had Fred or, or Matic or McTominay. And, and yeah, they're, they're, they're good players, but they're not the pass, they're a range of passes that Bruno's got. So I think you'll see him a lot, you'll play a lot more deeper. So, and then the others will benefit from it. Do you think Lingard's um, nailed on to go to Newcastle? If it goes to the end of the season, I can see him going West Ham. See, I had this conversation with someone yesterday. I, if he goes to the, I see. I think if he goes somewhere now, I think he goes to Newcastle or West Ham. If he goes somewhere in the summer, I could see him going to Italy or Spain or somewhere. I'm not going to go abroad. Don't he won't go abroad because I just think because of his age, if he's going to ever go and play football abroad. Now's the time. Will he yeah, want to yeah, play yeah. against? I, I don't United? see him going abroad. Okay, he's the he's the, he's the home home type. But then, is he going to want to go and play? Yeah, no, him going to to London. He's been there. And he's you no know, maybe Arsenal. You don't play well against Arsenal. Do well there. I said he'd be a good fit for Arsenal before. Um, the mighty Bluebirds have picked up some loan signings. With uh, they've signed Manchester City's. Um, What's his name? Tommy Doyle. Apparently, by all accounts, uh, is a very good striker. Um, Tommy Doyle, his name is. Know anything about him? No, no. Alas, there's he'll know. He was on um, he was on loan at Bundesliga 2. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, he's always he's, uh, Hamburg. He's, he's a good player, him. Young kid, though. Yeah, he's a good player, him. Yeah, he's supposed to be um, a machine goal scoring wise. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, um, he's goal scoring. Yeah, he, he, he'll do well for him. They needed, they need some pace and some goals up front. So I think from that side, it's a good signing. Um, I watched a couple of interviews this week with Wayne Rooney, and it was fascinating, mate. Honestly, um, like I can't, you can't fault him, mate. Right, the honesty that he's given in these interviews. People are asking him about takeovers and stuff, stuff completely out of his hands, and. He's answering honestly as he can, and he'll say, I don't know, I'm in the dark, or we're supposed to find out over the next couple of days or whatever. He he said, um, he says, Sam Baldock, I've decided I'm not gonna re-sign him, so he's going. That was my decision. I decided for footballing reasons I don't want to re-sign him. Um he talked about you know some other players, some of the younger players. He said these two young lads who played in the first team, he said they are not going out on loan because I want them to play. Um, he just seems so switched on. And I think, um, <clears throat> excuse me, people don't give Wayne Rooney, people write Wayne Rooney off as being stupid. 
and he's not. He's so switched on. He knows what he's doing. I think he's going to make a tremendous, tremendous manager if he gets the right opportunities at the right times. And at the moment, I think he's doing a wicked job at Derby. I cannot fault him. Yeah, I just, I don't understand how you can call a football genius stupid. But they, they, people do though. Not me. I'm not saying he is. I don't understand, but it's because of the stupid mistakes he has made. Yeah, it doesn't make him stupid. It just makes you know he makes stupid mistakes. Doesn't mean stupid because you know he's obviously clearly not because he's you know if people are saying oh you're stupid well this stupid person is your leading goal scorer ever yeah so yeah, that's fucking stupid so and Manchester United leading goal scorer so so yeah no recently people are comparing Phil Foden the people forget how good Wayne Rooney was yeah. They do. Well, they they really do. Wrapped at 16 years of age. Phil Foden was nowhere to be seen a year ago. He was still, he was still on the bench. So and people sleep on Wayne Rooney. He was an unbelievable player. And go, like you know, you said about um, United are always like the news. Phil Foden, by the way, made the same mistakes that Mason Greenwood made. Make, made. Uh, but Phil Foden's back in the England squad. Mason Greenwood wasn't. Mason Greenwood, when you ever you see a report about him in the paper, it's always negative and he's always you'll remind you of that mistake he made. <clears throat> same with Wayne Rooney. Whenever same he's talking about Sterling, mate. It's, it was the same Ryan Sterling, and there's a oh, common denominator in all of them. Yeah, exactly as I was gonna say, exactly that. The treatment Raheem Sterling got made by the media for the first 10 years of his football career was so fucking disgusting, it was unreal. Um he used to rile me up. And when it came out, like, cause it, do you remember the thing? It was always Raheem Sterling, father of six kids from different mothers. And it was always like that kind of, that kind of stuff, which was like printed in these shitty papers. And then it turned out that wasn't the case whatsoever. Like he was like, you know, you know, he had kids and whatever. And it was just, the treatment of him was disgusting. And like, if he put up on his Instagram, like some photos of his house or something, it would be like he's oh he's showing off and and it's not it's he's just doing what every other person in the world does. If they get like a new TV or or a new extension or whatever, they take photos of it and they put it on their social media pages. But like you said, there is a common denominator there, and um, the British media has always been the same on that front. Unfortunately, um, Wayne Rooney made quality footballer, and I I agree with you. Does not. Oh, yeah, and he'll, he'll, he'll go on to be a good, a, a, a great manager. He, he reminds me along the lines of Stephen Jack. What he's doing there, right? If he, he's going to do it, we've talked about it. We've talked about it three or four weeks ago, and now he's literally like they're off the bottom. Bottom are like five, six points from safety. So, <clears> and you've got twenty games left. That's sixty points. So yeah, I think he'll he could finish mid-table. So yeah, it's, it, and that would be an unbelievable achievement. No one has ever done that before. Twenty. How many, some, how many points was it? They, they got deducted. Point, like a squad of 15, 16, using kids as well. Well, that's some, until... of, them, some of them all old journeymen like Jagielka, Curtis Davis, but say. solid centre halves, honest players, good players. So. 
But do you know what he done, which was clever, mate? Is he got Jaggy Elker in at the start of the season? Thirty nine. Phil Jaggy Elker is. He got Jaggy Elker in. Got Curtis Davis in. Got Sam uh, Baldock in. Experienced championship and then got all the youngsters in and in and around those players. And now what, he's released what, Jaggy Elka now because he doesn't need what, him anymore. He does not. Well, he's got the young players. When I, when I watched them play, he's played really well. Tom Lawrence. Always uh, played well for I'd love him back at Cardiff on loan, I would, but I think his wages are too high because <clears> uh, I think he's a great footballer. He made a mistake. Yeah, you know, he wasn't the only one who was involved in that accident. He made his mistake. He served his ban. Look, it's not like we just said about Rooney and 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 and, and Phil Foden, Mason Greenwood. Shock horror. Teenagers or men and in, in their twenties make errors in judgment. Like you know, we've all done it. Everybody makes mistakes, especially your twenties and your teens. That's when you should make your mistakes. So when you get older, you can go on and not make the same mistakes again. And I just think. Social media has made it worse for like how people are judged on those mistakes. Like that footballer I was telling you about the other day from the one of the championship clubs, who they were trying to the FA was trying to fine for a tweet he made ten years ago when he was fifteen, and it's like, come on, what are we doing here? Embarrassing. Um, so apparently, uh, I think Cardiff have signed or are in the process of signing Cody Draymar from Leeds. Who's a fullback? Um, I'm gonna have a look at that. I'm not. Uh, I'm not familiar with him. I've got to be honest. But I've someone just said he's pretty good. Um, and then if get Nico Williams in on one side, get Draymar on the other side. Cardiff could be in business second half of the season. But how many loan? Do you know how many loan players you're allowed in? Because they've got. They must have three or four. No, I think there's a limit. I've got a feeling it's four or five. But I think Cardiff. Can't be far off the limit, and they don't have the money to keep bringing players in. I don't know about that. I'll have to check. Yeah, Draymar signed for Cardiff uh, on loan um, from Leeds, fullback uh, 20, and they've added a bit of pace and youth, which is what, yeah, what we've needed. Yeah, I see, I'm a bit behind the times. I didn't watch the last game. Um, Draymar played last week for Cardiff, so I'm uh, well, well up on it. Um, he's also. Uh, an England under 21 international, but Cardiff desperately needed pace, so they've got him out wide. Um, they've got Doyle up front. Hopefully, he can him. You know, if that Tommy Doyle can link up with Kiefer Moore, that could be a big signing for Cardiff in the second half of the season, because Kiefer Moore has lacked. He's been very isolated a lot of the time. Yeah, plus you need to give him a rest now and again, and, and... Yeah. get someone young around him, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Excellent legs around him, because you know, he, he wins a lot of balls. So yeah, it's, you just need numbers, mate. It's a tough, tough league when you've got playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. You're traveling up and down the country. It's you know, it's it's not easy, especially Cardiff as well, because every everyone's going to be a, well, mostly everyone's going to be a trek. So yeah, it's not easy. No, so, and like get as much numbers in as possible, and 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 quality if if you can. Yeah, they got such a small squad, Cardiff. And Derby, like we're talking about Derby, they got a small squad too. And I think with Cardiff, like you look at Kiefer Moore, the reason he's so effective for Wales is because Wales, they play him up front on his own, but he's always got Ramsey, Bale, um, Daniel James, all these players around him who have got pace. 
and Guile and in Cardiff for Cardiff, Kiefer Moore often looks a quite frustrated, isolated figure. So hopefully people like Tommy Doyle will be the the key, shall we say, to a better second half of the season. And look, but you can't be depending on twenty year old loan signings to keep you up in the championship. That is my argument. No, but it's numbers, isn't it? Yes, they can make a difference, but come on. If they that's what we're depending on to stay up, we've got a problem. Well, you um, won't depend on them, but you need squad players, don't you? you need people to give awesome. people a rest, even if they're just people on the bench. Yeah, an important one is if they apparently Ryan Wolves it's weird. Wolves, uh, I think it's Wolves, recalled Ryan Giles, which was a big blow to Cardiff because he'd been one of their better players creatively. And now he's they recalled him and then now he's supposed to be coming back again. So I don't know what's gone on there, whether he couldn't find him a club or he didn't want to play, I don't know. Um, right. If you've got any questions, people, then get them in now uh, and we will answer them to finish off. We'll have a look at the fixtures for the weekend. Uh, we've got a game on Friday, mate. Uh, Norwich versus Watford at Watford. How do you see that one going? Which one, Norwich and Watford? Norwich and Watford at Watford. Ooh, you got to go with the home team there, haven't you? Yeah, I think so. 1-0 or 2-1, Watford. Okay, uh, Everton Villa at Everton. Everton, I was going to ask you about Everton. Benitez sacked. What do you think about that? That's a, a big It's always coming, wasn't it? It's always... You know, we've seen this play out before. Our managers come to, to, come to clubs when half the fan base don't want him there. You know, it just never works. Because soon you have a bad run of results and he's had a bad run of results. Yes. You know, it's the, the writing's on the wall. So I don't know why they went with him in the first place. You know, when uh, Big Dunk took over, he did a good job. So why didn't they keep with him? So I don't know where they're going to go. Wouldn't a Frank Lampard or Wayne Rooney, you know, that'd be a, a good choice. Well, but, as I said on um, Monday, I think, I think the best choice for them is Duncan Ferguson until the end of the season and then Wayne Rooney from there and let him build. Let They've got money to spend. They've got all that new owner who's got a bucket load of money. So let Wayne Rooney well, I don't see Wayne, I see Wayne wanting to go there, but I, 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 want, I, see, I also see him wanting to see, see this out. So Well, that's why I think they'll wait. he won't go anywhere. So I think they've announced that Ferguson's there now until the end of the year. But like, if Wayne Rooney comes in, I believe that they need to back him and, and give him money to spend and let him build something over a, a period of years. As long as he's not getting relegated, like and he's you know, if they're mid-table, bottom half, whatever, let him build something over a number of years. He cares about the club. He's already shown he's got something something about him on the managerial side of things. So get like Duncan Ferguson around him, maybe have like a director of football with a bit of experience, get him building something because Everton's a massive club and they should be doing better the size of the club the history of the club the money they've got and the players they've got in their squad already they should not be down the bottom of the league and uh, Rafa Benitez is a better manager than that I don't know what's going on there but like you say it's very difficult when half the fan base don't want you yeah um, yeah. Rodri Matthew Angel says "Do does Rodri have ambitions of getting into management we discussed this a little bit before, didn't we? But go on. Yeah, well, I might be, I might be getting involved with something uh, next season, so I'll have to wait and see. 
Have you completed your badges now? Uh, well, a few of them, but I still got a few to go. You, you love it though, don't you? The, the yeah, 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 good kids that, that, that can play a bit, and yeah. The way, mate. Uh, Brentford versus Wolves at Brentford. Brent, Brentford versus Wolves. At yeah, Brent at Brentford. I think I got Brentford there, mate, all day long because I don't think Triore plays. Yeah, so I think Brentford. Wolves don't concede many, though. So I'm going to go one more. I want to go nil nil, but I'll go one more. Uh, yeah, Brentford's biggest problem is scoring goals. Uh, Matthew added, he said, I think you'll do a cracking job. Good luck with it. There you go. Um, Leeds versus Newcastle at Leeds. So it'll be nice and warm because it's not in Newcastle. So where are we going? Leeds, Newcastle, gonna... Newcastle, um, uh, Leeds have been on fire recently. High scoring game. That's something they go 3-2. Interesting. Leeds. Yeah, I fancy Leeds there, mate. I've got to say, um, Leeds been on fire recently. They uh, they beat West Ham on the weekend. I thought that was a great result, three two. West Ham flying, so that's a big result for Leeds. Um, yeah, I fancy, and they beat Burnley the week before that. I know they got dicked by Arsenal and Man City, but you kind of expecting that. Um, yeah, I go Leeds two one Newcastle against Newcastle. I only got United versus West Ham. That is going to be a tough one. I think that's going to be high scoring though as well. 4-2 United. Mm. What do you make of the 4-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2 formation? Do you like it? Or do you think it lacks a bit of width? Well, no, because you can get width through fullbacks if you do it, if you're doing it correctly. So um players have got to buy into it, mate, to, to to see the benefits of it fuller. And you haven't seen it yet. I find United very hard to predict because I wouldn't be surprised, right, if United beat West Ham 3 4 1. But I also wouldn't be surprised if West Ham beat United 3 1. It's very, I find it difficult to predict the players that, if you look at it on paper, United should win. But yes, there's, there's such, such an issue with the changing room at United. You just don't know. Um, I will go with the United win there, though. Southampton versus Manchester City at Southampton. Tricky, tricky. Southampton, yeah, every time. Sorry, I was just reading something. Say again. Southampton versus Man City at Southampton. Southampton versus Man City. Definitely Southampton win. Man City cruise to the Premier League title. They're just like a well-oiled machine. I just see flat four, three, one, four, four, one. Yeah, my mate said the other day he reckons that Man City are going to win by a record debt, like point uh, thing deficit gap, whatever. Possibly. I What's the record? Be, I think it's about twenty something. It's um, fine, mate. Isn't it twenty-six? Was it? EPR was it record? What would you call it? Um, gap in points. Though. Um, yeah, I would say I would guess in this, I think it's 26 rooms a bell. Um, right, 
they are. So let's have a look at these. Smallest. Uh, so the team records for the titles. Most most titles, Manchester United 13. Most consecutive title wins, Manchester United and Manchester United 3. Biggest title margin, 19 points, um, when Man City had 100 points and United had 81. Uh-huh. Smallest title winning margin was a goal difference of plus eight, which was, uh, of course, the Aguero goal. Where were you when that happened, mate? Oh, I was coming back from Dublin and I just got off the airport and was in a taxi going to the pub. So did you, well, did you, were you like listening to it live? Oh, we're listening to it on the radio, bro. Yeah, I'm going to win the league. Take me home, driver. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It was like, yeah, we're going that way. Oh, that's well. Oh, no. Take me home. I'm going home. Painful. <laughs> That is literally the conversation. We just kept a lot of ride from Dublin. I was there with who was there with. I bet you were bub buzzing as well. I bet you were like, yeah, won the league. Let's go. I was with Ryan Thomas actually from Coronation Street. Oh are you? He was he was he he'd done a PA in Dublin. I went with him. And uh yeah. Nightmare. Did just didn't happen. Um uh, Cardiff City versus Bristol City. Oh, a seven-side derby at Bristol. Oof. Bristol what? Bristol City. Again. to Cardiff. Bristol aren't doing that well, are they? No, not uh, too great. Seven-side derby. 2-0, Cardiff. Fuck it. Oof. I think um, I can't see that. Where are Bristol? Oh, Bristol is 16th, Cardiff 20th. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Cardiff win. 1-0, 100%. Definitely. Tommy Doyle's going to bag a couple. Um, and then just for Leslie, even though I haven't seen him tonight, we'll go a Middlesbrough prediction because um, he gets all upset if we don't do a Middlesbrough prediction for him. But he's uh, he's not here, so I do. You know, maybe we shouldn't do it. Uh, Blackburn. We like the FA Cup and we can give a spanking prediction like 5-1 United. <clears throat> Middlesbrough, Blackburn. At Blackburn. That's a tricky one, that is, actually. Blackburn being absolutely fire this year. We just were on fire at the minute now, so 1-0 Middlesbrough. Oh, no, I don't know if I remember that at all. Blackburn, 2-0. I think they're a very, very good side. and I think they're going to get the automatics, I've got to say. Um, right, if you've got any questions, let's get them in. We've got about two or three minutes. Um, so... Do you think Cavani stays at United, mate, over the no, no. the rest of the season? No, I think he is going to Barcelona. I reckon. Really? Yeah, I could see him go to Barcelona. Yeah. Well, in January or at the end of the season? No, at the end of the season. Yeah, he's not going anywhere yet. Yeah. yeah, okay, I can see that. Um, do you think United will bring in a centre midfielder before the January window's up? I hope so. I hope so. If you could choose where Aaron Ramsey goes for uh, in the January transfer window, what club would you choose for him? And Wales, obviously. Crystal Palace. You think Vieira could do a good job with him? Did Palace, he play? He must have played with Vieira. Or Brighton. Or Brighton. Mm. Played with Ramsey football. must. He must have played with uh, Vieira, didn't he, Ramsey? Yep. Yep. So that could be a little um, yeah. carrot. 
Interesting. Watch Interesting this. stuff. Uh, looking forward to it. Got some uh, some big stuff coming up on the channel. Uh, I'm filming uh, my story with Joe Jacobson tomorrow. Uh, Sunday after Sunday evening, we have uh, Danny Batten Fight Show with UFC veteran, bare knuckle boxer vet, uh, veteran Chris Fishgold, who is quite the character. He's a uh, uh, he's a lunatic, as someone put it to me in the comments. But uh, he's a very entertaining guy. Really looking forward to having a chat with him on Sunday night. So please join us uh, as we have a chat. I'm sure football will come up as well. He's a, he's a proud scouser. So it'll be interesting. Check out patreon.com slash Nation for more exclusive content and shows, including some behind-the-scenes footage from my interview with Dan Purse today. That should be up by the weekend. Just waiting for them to send me the video and stuff and uh, get that sorted. But uh, some phenomenal stories in that as well. Uh, And the ones, he shared a couple after the show as well, which were really good. Uh, Got any plans for the weekend, mate? Um, I'm going to watch me. uh, I'm going to watch local football side. uh, My mate's a manager there, but where they play, they play miles away, but playing Stockport, so I'm going to go and watch them Saturday. Mm. Do you still play, mate, at all? No, like anything at all? Like five no, sides, six people, sides? People always ask me, play Sunday, play Sunday. Are you absolutely drunk? I'm going to go and play on a Sunday where it's freezing cold, the grass is up to my knees, and you've got <laughs> and you've got Ben here who's just got in at from 8 o'clock, and he's like, ah. <laughs> you mad? No. Play Charlie. Don't, don't fancy that, man. Play about... Six to eight games, uh, six to eight games a, a year, but yeah, do you reckon, I always, you, do you reckon I your legs ask, would be I always asked to play back non league football. I'm like, man, I'm nearly 45, but because look after myself, you see. So, you reckon your legs would still do with you? Oh, easy, 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 get in that non league stuff, mate. Get a couple of quid, <laughs> couple of quid each week. Joking, the handicaps. I'm on five handicap in a minute. Get answers. Get answers. Nah, he's going pro golfer. You heard it here first. That's what he's aiming for. Seriously, even took it serious and proper practice on Wednesday, actual driving range. I'd probably get better. Look at him, man. Here we go. Right. So, were you handicap five? Five, yeah. So, if you get it down to zip by the end of the year, I think you should turn pro. Sponsored by Ace Podcast Nation. See, see where you go. There's a couple of footballers who's gone. Which footballer went pro golfer fairly recently? Lee Sharp. Ah, there you go. You and Lee, you versus Lee Sharp in the final. Um, no contest. I imagine. No contest. Is he any good at golfing? Yeah, he must be all right. He's, he's, uh, if he's, he must be all right. Ah, oh, see, I could, I could build that up with some promos and like Lee Sharp versus Roger Giggs in the final mm. pro golfing tournament. I think there's another one as well that did it. Yeah, there's been a, f- a couple of um, pro Julian footballers. Dix. Julian Dix did it. Pro footballers who turned golf. Julian oh. Dix. Why, why are you doubting me? Yeah, Julian Dix, I know he did. There's been a couple. 20 golfing footballers. No, I don't want that. I want, like, footballers who turned pro golf, like Google. No, Julian Dix won. Lee Sharp's won. I'm sure there's another couple. Um but I can't, uh, I can't find a decent list. Footballers who play golf. I don't want footballers who play golf. I want footballers who, like. I'm one of them people. If anything had stuck my mind, so I could have done. But 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said to you the other day, mate, I was speaking to someone um, about a month or two ago, and they said when you was like sort of 14, 15, you were better than Ryan. No, when he was 14, 15, and you would have been a bit. You're older, aren't you? I'm younger. Younger, sorry. Um, You were better, but circumstances led to where you're not fulfilling that potential. Yep. Do you look back? Uh, yeah, like, just, just, he always loved football. I love sport. I love playing sport. But like I said, just, just, yeah. You like rugby as well, though, didn't you? I love rugby. I love football. I would have played rugby. If my dad stuck about, I would have played rugby, yeah. Because I always loved rugby better than football. I was better at rugby than football? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where'd you play on a wing? No, no, no. Scrum half, standoff. Rugby league, innit? You know, it's not. Oh, yeah, league. okay. I mean, that union crap. Rugby league's brutal, innit? That's all you want. It's a man's game. And these shit pads are like They just uh, smash into each other in rugby league. No, fucking cunk. Yeah, so. And then the cricket, I like playing cricket as well. Maybe even, I was thinking before, I was just been watching um, Paddy Lacey's. Uh, I wouldn't mind to go boxing either, but yeah. Did you do um, like boxing and that for training? Every now and again, I've got a heavy bag in my back, in my back garden side. So yeah, every now and again, yeah. I usually yeah, I kick it and kick. I'm a big UFC fan, now, so I'm, big, I'm, a, I'm kicking it, punching it, squatting in old tights and that, oh, that's what I was going to say to you. So, uh, March 19th, there's UFC London on. Um, yeah, I know, yeah. So, we're gonna, I'm going to do a watch-along with Danny and, um, you know, just watch watch it and do, like, a live stream or whatever you are joining us, Yeah, Because yeah. he's on at a decent time. So, we'll uh, we'll do a little watch-along. Yeah, yeah, we'll chat with the people. Paddy the Badger on that, won't he? Yeah, I think Paddy will be fighting, definitely. Dan Till will fight, I think... Um, Jack Shaw is going to be fighting. That's uh, Leon Edwards. No, he's Leon, Leon, yeah. he's I fighting think, uh, Usman next, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's going to be fighting Usman. Jack Shaw, obviously the Welshman, is going to do big things this year. Him and Paddy, I think they're, they're those two out of all the Brits. Those two and Leon maybe, Edwards. Maybe they get that. Maybe get that. He's from Sweden, isn't he? That's Lord. Yeah, I would love to interview him, mate. He's fucking bonkers. Mm. Absolute bonkers. He's crazy, man. He's crazy. He's crazy, man. Right. I, I smash you, man. I smash you. It's always <laughs> best. I smash you. Where what did you do in cricket then? Where did you what was your what was your forte in cricket? Because I was good at cricket. Fast bowling. Fast bowler, fast bowler. spinner. No. Leg no, spinner. No, no, no. Medium fast. Swinging it both ways. Medium fast, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, I was a wicket keeper, I was. Played for the yeah, American. Fielding. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, was, I love cricket. Love cricket when I was growing up. We always used to play cricket. It's proper sport, isn't it? Like when for like when you're yeah. playing with your mates and that, oh, you're playing oh, as a well. team. Eight or nine, so no, none of this helmet crap. Stick your cap really on. social play. Yeah, I so. was smashed in the head when um, I played for. I think it might be playing for Glamorgan. We and we played on the team we were playing. We went away and they had like an artificial pitch. So I opened a bat in. I was only about fourteen, fifteen. Open a bat in, lining him up, hit him for a four like, and then the next ball he pitched it a bit short. It wasn't that short, and it just bounced off the artificial pitch, smashed me in the temple, fucking knocked me out clean. I still, so I went off, and I still come back out later on. I think yeah. I got bowled for like four. <laughs> it's 
brutal. <laughs> I think I was pretty sure I was concussed. Like, yeah. but, so uh, when, he, when he was bowling, he was just seeing free balls. Then you went, yeah, was, the right was like swaying like that. Ooh. But I seen a rugby league player, a clip on Facebook the other day, where this rugby league player just got absolutely clattered. And like, he was literally, he got up. And he was like trying to beckon a guy on to have a bit of a scrap, like, but he was pointing in the wrong direction. The guy was over there and he was just like st- staggering about. And he was like, oh, yes, yeah, uh, yeah, you need to have a sit down. I, I, I sort of grew up watching, so I was going to watch my dad every every week. Your dad was, he played both, though, didn't he? My dad played, well, he obviously grew up playing rugby union, so obviously Newport, Cardiff, Wales, and then obviously moved to Swinton, playing rugby league. Swinton. Did he play Swinton. for anyone else rugby league? Yeah. Nah, nah, but Swinton were decent back in them days. Well, say decent. You know, I, I can't really think, but they, they weren't, it wasn't the, the, like the Super League, though. It was like the Championship. Oh, but I said to him, why didn't you ever go to, to one of the big ones? He said, I didn't want to. So. Mm. Interesting. Love it. So you could, you, you reckon you could have, you could have tried your hand to many a sport. Easy. If, if Easy. you would put the effort in. It, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. But would you look back, like, wouldn't you have liked to, like, with hindsight, if you could go back with the mindset you got now to when you was, like, 16, 17, you could do things differently? Like, no, not really, because... You had a whale of a time. No, no, it's not about that. It's about, you know, still going to rugby on my own, going to football on my own. So no one ever. Was so what was it? Off. Was it because, like, you they'd take Ryan, and then you'd kind of been left to just get on with it, is it? Or yeah, mm. no, it's it's what it is. It was no, just equally the way it worked out. So but, yeah, yeah, it was just that I they didn't give a crap. So unfortunately, that's the mentality I had. So, but also, yeah. mate, all those things which you like. Uh, done, been through, whatever, all those experiences, they're what make you have the mentality that you've got now as well. Like, So, like, I, that's what I say when people ask that question, if you could go back and have the mentality which you've got, then would you do things differently? But you wouldn't because all of those experiences are what kind of form you yeah. as you get older, isn't it? Um, no, playing, kicking football, I've done it. I played football and for boring it's mm-hmm. uh, just you know i need someone something to take me my mind up otherwise i'm just especially at a young age it just gets to, into but into bother so Do i have need, problems with concentration and that when you were younger probably or just just i don't know just always you know, someone do that so if someone tells you to do to do that and i'll do it so it's just daft just daft mm. stuff but, but yeah so uh, like I say, the most, the best job I've ever had was miss, when I was a state agent. I loved that job when I was in London. You know, it really? started at nine o'clock, finished at seven. Always busy, always out the office in my car, mooching about London. Oh, I loved it, absolutely loved it. I love driving about. Oh, see, that's yeah. it's like it's yeah. ideal, isn't it? Rob Boyle, I'm not having that, Rob. He's only popped in because he's been at football himself, and he's come in at the end and he said, "Evening, lads. Darts is more of a sport than cricket. Come on." Not having that at all. He's he's obviously got the darts physique, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, he's had you there, Rob. I don't know. Can you? He's a keeper as well. But I don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's always a pleasure. 
Roger, nice one, my friend. Always, uh, uh-huh. always a good time. Um, I'll speak to you over the weekend. You look after yourself. And, uh, don't forget people... to do that Super 6. Don't no excuse yeah, don't for the beat of the end of the season. Six. Don't forget the Super 6. 20-point gap, mate. And how, many my... times, how many times have you used that? It's Oh, that was a common not a full stop. How many yeah, times have you used that this week? Only twice. <laughs> the thing is, like, my, do you know why I do, isn't it? I'm running out of rooms in my house because they're all flipping isolating. <laughs> it's just unreal. Guys, nice one. It's a pleasure. Mind the gap, Rodri. Mind the gap, my friend. Diggs. Diggs. G-I-G-G-S. No. Rodri. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? Stop in me. I respect your opinions. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Everything is on me, gon' back it up. Matter what? Told you I'ma do me. Why you hating on me? It's not adding up. I do roll like a Mack truck, country heart. Sports Social Podcast Network.